All right, all right. We are back once again. You know, it's the squad on these behind these bars. You know, already y'all been listening. It's, you got Sean over here. We got David over here. You know, Eastside crew on, on, on this piece real quick. Uh, y'all listened to the last one. We touched on that, uh, that, that Kanye. We touched on that. Uh, we were alluded to getting into this is Kendrick. Um, we also talked about future, you know, but again, we're just going to continue to uh, dive in uh, on these on these lyrics, on these bars, you know, and just try to continue to drill down on the quality of music because that's what the community needs. That's what the culture needs. Um, and what we're going to go ahead and start with, uh, I know there was a couple of uh, up and coming, up and coming uh, artists that the homies was talking about. So go ahead, y'all, go ahead and get that jumped off for us. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, we, we talked very recently, but since, since then, um, this artist Vory, V-O-R-Y, um, released a project. Um, I honestly had never heard of him until Donda came out and he actually worked a lot with Ye on, um, that project. And he dropped a kind of a full length, I guess his, you know, freshman album or whatever. Um, it's interesting. I, I I think y'all should check it out. Um, I think when you hear it, you'll hear a lot of where the sound sonically from Donda came from, or at least some of the influence from it. Um, you might, you'll probably recognize his voice from Donda. And what I, what I think is interesting about him and maybe, you know, in the future, we can have a more detailed conversation about him and his type of artist is that I don't know if he's quite found his sound yet. And so I'll be listening to certain tracks of his and it'll sound exactly like a, like a Don Tolliver and then, or like a Rory mm-hmm. Woods type sound. And then the next okay. track will sound like Lil Baby. And then the next track will sound like Future. And I feel like the more that I have learned about the music industry and kind of how things actually work sort of behind the scenes. They're clearly like artists like this that are out there that can channel like other people. I don't want to say like channel people's other sounds, but like they can clearly kind of flow with whatever wave, you know, the artists that they're collaborating, collaborating with wants, right? So if Kanye wants a little baby sounding track or a future sounding track, Vori can provide that kind of like sonic vibe to it, um, which is which is kind of the interesting conundrum of like, is this a good thing or bad thing? But anyways, um, yeah, Vori's new track or album is called Lost Souls. I think that's one that um, y'all should do your research on. Um, Sean, what have you been? Uh, what have you been listening to lately? Um, I've been listening to uh, this new Kamaya album. Um, actually, I think it's a mixtape. Um, shoot, she's been um, actually on the scene since like SoundCloud was big, and like people were listening to, like SoundCloud era like rappers like for a, a while. So like that's where I first heard her from. She's really, really like interesting. Her style is kind of like Forty Two Dugs, but like she did it way before him, and like the way that she lays it down is like like melodic uh, from Oakland. Um, you should just check her out, period. I kind of forgot, like, what the album is. I'm going to look it up real quick. But, like, it's pretty it's pretty decent. I like stuff. But, like, I, I feel like what you're saying, like, you know what I'm saying? She's still trying to develop her sound, still trying to find, like, what she's trying to do. 
But I enjoy it because it's like I, I feel like she's evolving and becoming more conscious of like what people want to hear from her. Because like what I heard was pretty good. And it sounds like she's actually locked in with like a producer, which is always like my favorite. Like when you're like locking in with somebody and creating the art and making it even better. Yeah. Um, I feel like that name sounds super familiar. Way. I'm going to have to check her out. No, she's been shouted out in like raps and all types of shit. She's like dope. Like, uh, what's her name? G Easy. Like, shouted her out. Like, she's she's people know her. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just she's not huge yet. She's not huge yet. I I like kind of how y'all are already leading this off. Like, like, talking about the sound and artists trying to find that sound. Like, that is like the the spectrum. I feel like of artists at least artists that want to be good at what they do you eventually like you start off like having the versatility to sound like whatever is hot out there if you're good at what you do and you don't really know exactly what your sound is going to be but it evolves over time and i think you ultimately end up like where kendrick ends up on uh big uh the the, the steppers you know what i'm saying morale and the, and the big steppers or whatever sure. Uh, because he has so many different sounds on there, but he's so good at it. Like, I remember we were talking, you know what I'm saying, when he was dropping, like, the little single joints with Baby Kim or whatever, and you're like, yo, I ain't never heard this man put his voice like this. And then he put in his voice like this, and he flowing, too, so you really got to, like, in, like, <laughs> well, okay, when he puts he on the white, the white man voice. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? But, like, he told us, he told us already that he was like, look, new sounds are coming, brother. Just be patient, No, brother. the brother flow, You know what I'm saying? Like, my nigga, like, that shit was fire, that shit bro. Was crazy, that shit bro. And he was like, he's like, I'm like, I'm listening to that joint. I'm like, I, right, right, I see, I see what you was working on, what you was cooking up in the lab while you had to take some time off. But I'm saying that because it's like, again, it's a progression. And everybody yeah. doesn't get to that place. Like, some people lock in and they have, like, we talked about this already, where certain artists have the same sound, the same themes. The same, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, just it's like, all right, bro. Like, we all heard that we need to hear something different, and because they still are getting hella uh, plays, getting hella streams, they're like, bro, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But and those artists that are great, right? Those, but those artists that are timeless always try other sounds. And I mean, I know y'all talk bad about Wayne when he did the Rockstar album or whatever, the Rock album. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But <laughs> like, they like, test them. <laughs> it's a testament to your growth, bro. Like, no, that was not. Right. That was not growth. You, that you, was not growth. You, I mean, he was, you he was trying to. Right. He was trying to push his, music, his musicality. He was trying to push exactly. It, and I get it. Exactly, I get that. bro. Exactly. I get like, come on. Nobody wants a one trick pony, bro. Like, that might make you the flavor of the week, my G. But that's not gonna give you longevity. So like and, I hear that they did. Gonna go it back did give him longevity. Uh, he did. I, 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 <laughs> people, some people know him for that album. Some people know him for that album, bro. It was more some like a Russell do. Westbrook just throwing up bricks, brick after. Whoa, brick after brick. whoa! We're not. We're oh, not going to. We're not, we're <laughs> not doing Lakers. Not we're not doing Lakers slander <laughs> on this pod. I refuse. We're gonna censor Dave because here you go, starting with the shit already. <laughs> on this fine I'm, I'm on a good energy I don't know tonight. why. <laughs> bro, I'm about to rock the baby on this nigga, bro. Like, what are we talking about, bro? Like, nah, the nah. Lakers, we, are, we out of the playoffs. Ain't no, so nobody even talking about us, bro. It's Warriors-Celtics right now. Let's good, deal with that. It's a good and, analogy. And leave my folks out of this. <laughs> Let's leave my people out of here. 
I mean, we're gonna we're gonna let the comments decide on whether or not that's a good analogy. <laughs> oh, hey, hey, Russ, if you, if you hear this, you know I'm with you, my boy. Late show all day. <laughs> I don't know this. I don't know this other kid. <laughs> like, I don't. I don't yeah, know. He should man. be flattered to be compared. He should be flattered to be compared with Wayne. <laughs> oh, look at, him, look at the spin. Look at the spin artists. Watch him. You gotta watch him. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so so the mixtape. So the mixtape for Kamaya is oh. called Divine Timing. So check it out now. It's right. dope. Bro. I'm messing. It's gonna it. go in the the queue. All right, let's talk about Mister Mister Morale. Mister Morale and the Big Steppers. What were y'all's initial thoughts on this? I appreciate that moment in the silence that we just had because we were all waiting. And if people was listening a couple episodes ago, we were speculating on whether or not he would drop. And we were like, yo, who all is dropping this year? And we was telling y'all, no, we don't have no source. Well, actually, we might have a source, but we can't tell y'all all that right now. But we told y'all that boy was coming and he here and he was big stepping. Love to hear it. And my first thought was, yes, this is what we needed. This like spoke to my heart. I'm like, yo, I don't know who he keyed in with, you know what I'm saying? But like that, I think this is like a, a black man's like testimony is what I thought after I listened to it the first time, you know me, I listened to it all the way through, try mm-hmm. to listen to it, no skips. It was no skips on this joint, you know? And I mean, he started off literally talking about grief. So Kendrick has these themes that he gets on. I mean, last one, he talked about the seven deadly sins you know, and now he brought it back to it like, like he brought it to like a human element, you know, and he literally acted out, you know, like life portrayals. And I'm sure any black male and even like black women, and probably it extends more than that, but I think he was definitely speaking to us again. As he said sure. multiple times, he's speaking to the culture, like our experiences from, you know, talking about grief and losing people to talking about arguing with, with your girl. And it starts off crazy, but y'all just can't let each other go. You know, then he starts talking about, like, his spirituality and what that's like. I'm like, yo, this man is all over the place. But it's like, it's 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 not even like shock TV, you know, but it, it, it has the same feel where you just can't turn away. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like that, that that's like my my knee jerk, you know, heart straight full reaction to this joint. Like, yeah, it's on repeat. I'm gonna go ahead and say that. I can't wait till we get into our favorite tracks because you know we always give y'all our favorite tracks off that joint and why. Um, but that was what my my first thoughts were. What what about y'all? Man, um, my like initial thoughts like listening to it was like like wow, like an artist is being like this real, like you know what I'm saying, like opening up, like saying everything that they feel like for real within the moment, like just putting everything out there, you know what I'm saying, no matter how crazy or gritty it can look you know what i'm saying like not even like at shock value just expressing life like you're saying coming from that human angle so like i was like in awe like i was listening to every song like and i like started looking up the lyrics and like reading it and i just got like really into it like everything is just so real about it like you know what i'm saying the places where he pulled from and just talking about uh just going through everything talking about i mean he's always talked about the personal stuff like he's talked about dealing with suicide, you know what I'm saying? Like having thoughts like that. Talked about 
all this other stuff, but to bring up the family traumas, like everything, you know what I'm saying? Like to really just put it out there, even about like uh, Baby King, like just the stuff that we heard, like I was just like, damn, like this is like so deep. Like my man is like trying to heal himself right here through like his art. And I was like, dude, this is like bigger than anything. So I really thought this was like probably one of the best albums I've heard. Like I was just really like in awe, like for somebody to do that, because nobody, nobody's that open. Nobody like really is that open. Nobody's telling you exactly what the fuck is going on. Like everything, you know what I'm saying? And maybe this is not even everything, but like, like to be this in depth, like, you know what I'm saying? How you want to like, when you, when you get like uh, obsessed about an art or something like that, you want to know everything about it. And I feel like that's what he did. Like he gave us like so much of him in this, like nobody can really say like, any artist like that I've seen in this generation has done something like this. So like, I was really like, wow. Like, and this sets the president. I think that's why like people haven't been dropping because like, they're like, like what, how can I follow this? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, like who's coming after this? Who, like who, what big artist has dropped after this? Big artist. Little baby. Okay, we'll, we'll see. But I, I, I mean, but hey, 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 for, for, our li- for our listeners, he, he's from Virginia. He's from Virginia, y'all. <laughs> Hell no. No, but I, I have real, never real, lived real. in the state of Virginia. Um, no, but for real, honestly, honestly, like, no, I just I've, don't think I've, anybody can match up. I don't think yeah. anybody can match up. Even Lil Baby, there's nothing Lil Baby unless Lil Baby goes this deep. No, no way. No it's way. not. It's no not way. happening. You, do you think Lil Baby was going this deep? No. We about to hear Lil Baby talking about um, no. how he used to give it, give up, give up all this other shit that's going on. No. Talking about taking off the taking off the bullshit. Right. Come on, man. Now hold on, no hold way. on, now hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Bro. I didn't, I didn't say that to disrespect Lil Baby. I just you asked who was the big <laughs> artist coming out, and now he's up next. Um, uh, whatever, man. Whatever, whatever, whatever. <laughs> not, not next to Kendrick. Not in my eyes, man. Right now, people got to really really step it up yeah. i'm gonna enjoy the beats i'm gonna enjoy the lyrics but like if you want to wow me again there's got to be some deep shit this is crazy yeah, like I mean, nobody's done this to me yeah i mean i think that we're all in the same boat i thought the project was phenomenal um a funny story so the the day after the album came out i, w- I had a two-hour drive to a wedding um and so I was like, oh, this is perfect. Two hours, I can just put it on on the like car speakers. It's going to be a great experience. Um, I started the album. Just blown away. I got probably about six tracks in. And then I realized that I had it on shuffle. And I was just like, no. <laughs> I was about to drive. I was about to drive the car off the road when I realized that I was. <laughs> and it's funny because I even I distinctly remember like probably like four, four or five tracks in. I was thinking to myself like, man, the sequencing on this this thing is so good. Like just the, <laughs> the order they put the songs in is so nice. <laughs> And then after I realized, I was like, oh, God, I'm a fraud. <laughs> but yeah, it's, um, yeah, Kung Fu Kenny, he doesn't, he doesn't miss. He hasn't missed on any of his projects. No. This was a continuation of that. Um, yeah, it's, it's taken me a while to, like, completely digest it. I mean, I listened to it at first. Sonically, it was amazing. 
Um, we'll, I'm sure we'll get into it, but like when, um, when we cry together came on, that was just like a unreal experience. Just listening to that for the first time through, like I was, I was oh, like, yeah. I've never heard anything like this before on a, on a rap album or any album for that. Mm-hmm. Um, it it it's a it's a double album, but I th- felt like it 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 flowed nicely. Um, there's a lot to unpack. I've listened to it a couple of times and have gone back and looked through the lyrics. So, yeah, it's a uh, it's a great project. I, it'll probably be my album of the year. I think. Um, for sure, yeah. for sure. So, what were y'all's? Uh, what were the highlights for y'all on it? What were y'all's favorite tracks? Oh man. Oh. Everyone just about, I, I mean, I kind of would skip on like uh, on Auntie's Diaries, even though it's it's a good song, but like everything else was just like hidden, bro. And like the production was crazy. Like, like even the interludes, bro, like, like how they did with uh, Kodak and uh, Baby Keem, how they were like rapping on those things to lead into the songs, like, you know, uh, Savior and Rich Spirit. Like, so I was just like, dang, this is like just extra fire. Like, I just loved everything about it. The features. Everything was just great, man. Like, I don't know. Like, favorites probably Die Hard, uh, Rich Spirit, definitely. Uh, we cried together because of like the craziness of it and like the artistry that's in it. Like, that's watching a movie, like, but you're listening to it. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's actually the whole album is like that. Even like when they did like the, the, uh, the, the, uh, the tab dancing, like, over like everything, like, they're like moving through the whole album like with the sequencing like bro, i was just like blown away so like i just love everything i love every aspect of it like the whole thing is mixed well when you go back and listen to it are you listening to just are you just playing it through or are there certain tracks that you're going to i started at the top bro i'm not even gonna lie i mean there are certain tracks i can go to i go to rich spirit i go to like count me out i go to uh, I go to Silent Hill. I go to uh, Mr. Morale because I, I love that beat. Throwing crazy. Um, but bro, I, I play the whole thing. Purple Hearts is dope. Like, I mean, the whole tape is dope. Like, Matt, how about you? I don't know. That's just me. No, I'm like, there's so much that Sean just said that I like. I'm like over here, John. Now, like, we brought up. Kodak. So y'all know I spent a good amount of time in Florida <laughs> and <laughs> niggas are wild, but Florida niggas are a different breed. <laughs> love them to love them to death. It was great. And it's crazy because as I was, I was, uh, uh, watch, or I was listening to this. It's crazy. Cause I got another point about like, like I said, watching, but I'm gonna get to that. I loved hearing Kodak on this because it was like the curveball. Mm that I don't think anybody would have expected. And even Kodak says in there, like, man, I'm on this album with this legendary guy. And he mm-hmm. asked yeah, me he to be on this. So, like, that tells me that, yeah, Kendrick ain't done. He still has an eye. He's still paying attention to what's going on out here, even though he's silent, you know, and we don't be knowing what he's doing. He's just taking, like, he's doing his thing. I love that because you can never get too far from your crap. You can never get too far from your game if you really love it, if you really have obsessed over it. And you can tell that Kendrick has obsessed over his ability to tell stories to people. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And Kodak is great because he comes from one of those places where it is like people love to say, you know, people like we like mainstream is taking phrases now. And that's another thing that I see a lot, you know, talking about out the mud and oh built different and all of these things. And we try to attach these 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 titles or these phrases to people that don't really embody that shit. Like Kodak is Kodak, my nigga. Like Kodak, come on. I'm going to do that little shuffle that that nigga do. Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> that little rock joint. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's just what it is, bro, because he is authentic. And that's another thing that we're talking about is this, this realness that we're getting from Kendrick. And I think that's yeah. part of the reason why he like Kodak is going to be Kodak. Kendrick is going to be Kendrick. That nigga told y'all, I'll say anything about y'all niggas. I'm like, Oprah, nigga. Like, and I heard that shit. I was like, yo, that means whether you like it or not, I'm telling you this. I'm going to say it, and it's coming from the heart, and it's not no... I'm not, I ain't got no battery in my back. You, you feel me? Like, can't no, mm-hmm. nobody, nobody owns me. Nobody's controlling my pen. Nobody's mm-hmm. controlling my tongue. And for me, again, behind bars, and people still don't know all the way this deep, behind bars is about connecting this, this our present and our future expression to the root. Okay. So, like, anytime I think about behind bars, I think about NWA. Okay. I think about that movement and what they were doing. It was quote unquote shock value to the mainstream because they were underground at that point. But what they were talking about was real life for them, those guys growing up where they grew up. You see what I'm saying? Kendrick put that together with like, yo, I've seen some traumatic shit and Kodak seen some traumatic shit. And we both have been able to attain greatness through our own ways, our own avenues, you know what I'm saying? Our own lanes. Mm -hmm. And we can come together and make beautiful music that's gonna be timeless and i'm saying it now that this album is going to be timeless and the reason why is because it's like i said watching earlier as opposed to listening and that's because sean you said something that just like that triggered me it's like watching a movie but like watching a movie with your ears my boy yeah like nigga who does that bro like what's really like what like you know what i'm saying like you said everything on there is great you know Mm -hmm. like I mean, when Silent Hill came on, like, I'm going to tell you like this, bro. Like, for real, for real, I'm giving away a lot of game right now. But, like, I listen to these albums. I turn it on. I make sure it's not on shuffle. <laughs> First thing. And then I put my and then I put my phone away from me, bro. So I don't even, I don't even know another names until I go back through. And then I put it on shuffle and I listen to it again because I want to know what I want to come back to. And at the top of my list is Silent Hill, bro. Mm. Like, but just, and that's, I mean, just on some like personal shit, you know what I'm saying? We talking about like people opening up, like everybody's been going through something over the last two years or so for the pandemic, two and a half, three years. We always, we all go through shit, but like, I feels to me, it feels like shit has been more intense these last few. So when Kendrick was talking about pushing these niggas off me, like, uh, I was like, bro, I'm stiff right, arming in the right. car, bro. I'm, I took my hands <laughs> right, off the wheel right. and I'm hitting the Heisman in the car, bro. On the way to work. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm getting all of these haters off me before I go in this bit. And then it's just like, yeah, head up, chest out. Like, yeah, bro. Like, that's some that's some empowering shit right there. Like, he's telling you, bro, like, yeah, bro, poke your chest out. You fire, bro. You are like, that ain't all that extra. Ain't even you, dog. So I can't tell what everybody else is going through, but I know people felt that joint, bro. Yeah. Because Kendrick really was, like, talking to us on that shit. You feel me? So, like, that already is top, top. Then you talked about Rich Spirit, bro. I mean, the title says it all right there, bro. 
we cry together, bro. Like, nigga, like, oh my gosh. You know, I'm not gonna uh be be a certain New York rapper on this podcast and air out my dirty laundry. But niggas I had them times <laughs> where you arguing and shit, and you like, bro, like I don't even know what we arguing about. Like we all got we all got so far from them the exactly. actual name we mad the about. Point. The man, point we just throwing shots. Yeah, right. the point, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like we just like we just out here like, oh I can't in. stand you. In. And I don't even know why, why right, bro, because people like the people closest to you learn how to press your buttons, you know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it's like you can't shun those people, you know what I'm saying? Like our I think. It's, it's a thing of communication that he was trying to get to. And he was illustrating that a lot of us didn't see great communication coming up. And exactly. we all are winging it. So we got to extend each other some grace as we go, like, as we move through this thing. You know what I'm saying? Even though, and I, this sure. is another thing, you talk about the interludes. And I, then I'm going to let Dave go. Uh, that savior interlude, bro. I loved it because he's talking about, like, bro, when he said, what did he say about Cole? He said something about J. Cole made you feel something, something, something. But he is not oh, your oh, savior. Like, oh. Yeah, you talking about the walk-in too? Yeah, the song. Uh, yeah. We gotta we gotta talk about Savior yeah. a little later too. Yeah, Savior. Yeah, Savior's like, a great bro, song. Savior's a great song. It's a great. Uh, song. I'm tripping out because he unnamed, he unnamed people that are like at the top of our culture that have made yeah. all of us feel some type of way, and he knows it. But he's like, bro, like just check your shit at the door, though, bro, because they are great, but we all still are working up under one one we roof. Are. You feel me? We all human, man. Just, we all make, yeah, yeah. We all blend there. We yeah. all make mistakes. That song, that song I'm is like, so deep, bro. That song is so deep. Yeah. I was just listening to it right before we even got on, man. That the, song, um, yeah. On We Cry Together, I was laughing when he said, um, oh, why R&B bitches don't feature on each other's songs then? <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, I was look, like, I damn. Know. I was like, damn, how they catch a stray like that? <laughs> I mean, was he lying though? I mean, because I feel like in not. between since he dropped and now, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know because I don't have I don't have Twitter, you know, it's too much, too much for your boy. But uh I be seeing some tweets that come on the Instagram, bro, and he'd be like, bro, like they really at each other neck and they they make the same music. Yeah. Like, bro, but I don't bro, think the R and B dudes be. I mean, besides the groups, I don't think they be featured on each other's songs either. No, they they actually but don't. They're not they're, they don't throw shots at each other though, and that's Maybe. the point that I'm getting. That like yeah. I can't think of like I can't think of like you know what I'm saying. But let somebody say like, man. I mean, I know like first person that comes to mind is Cola Ray because I know she dropped something that people was talking about her, and it's just like my nigga, like she's a brand new artist. But you she's not R and she's she's R&B, R&B though. She's not R. She's not R and B, but like you, like you talk about the ladies and how the ladies are taking shots at each other. That's different. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Because I, really, I, I know I, a lo- I know of a lot openly, of rappers. I know a lot openly. of rappers taking subs also. But that's you talk okay. But I'm talking about women at this point because he said ladies singled them out, and it's like you don't normally see that within that subset of the community. Like if anybody's been unified. You know, at least on the outset, it's been black women for a very long time. So to see women going at other successful women and it's just like, my nigga, why? Like, I'd be scratching my head, but I'm like, I'm going to stay away from that because that's like touching, you know, hot grease and I'm mm-hmm. good. <laughs> yeah. You feel what I'm saying? Yo, you know what I really liked about this this song? Um, this is like super random. But the the intro, the Florence and the Machine sample... For some reason, when that joint comes on, you know what I'm talking about. You know the you intro. About, to that are you talking about? And we cry together. 
Oh, wait, wait, wait. You talking about with the where they got the um and his uh his therapist comes in after No, not Eckhart Tolle or whatever his name is. The Florence and the Machine sample at the beginning of We Cry Together. Where it's like for some reason i get so hyped when that shit comes yeah, yeah, i just be like about like, to be the craziest song yeah dude that should be getting me super hype <laughs> then it's like they're going at it and then the piano where i get hype um, alright. <laughs> you should get Westside Gun on that song though. Like, man. Oh yeah, you sent me that. He should he should drop like a deluxe version with Westside Gun on it and Benny the whole Griselda, man. They just need to just go crazy on that beat, bro. Cause that would be fire too. Yeah. I would just like to hear them just go stupid. Um, alright. My favorite tracks on this joint. Let's see. The intro is fire. United in Grief. Um, Father Time really stood out to me on the first l- listen through. Um, Die Hard is another. Die Hard was what I thought was going to be the most popular song on this album. It ended up being in 95, which I want to circle back yeah. to because I don't like that song. Um, but Die Hard is another favorite of mine. We Cry Together is amazing. I don't think I'll listen to that ever. Like I'm never like, Oh man, I just want to you know hear some people going at it. Like this is not really what I'm trying to hear. Right. Um, Count me out really grew on me. That's one of my favorite tracks. Um, I like Savior a lot. Uh, I mean, most of the tracks I really enjoy. Rich Spirit and Silent Hill I also really like. Actually, I think Silent Hill I really like. Mm-hmm. Um. And Worldwide Steppers is actually really good. There's so many good tracks on this joint, man. Yeah, I, I really Stepper like the Kodak good, interlude too. too. I like that better than the the yes, um, the rich the interlude King is fire. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just like Baby King ones because, like, I feel like he's not an industry plant after listening to that a little bit. More. Okay, we like, need to talk, still, we like, need to talk about this. We need to talk about this. Here go to swerve. Here go to swerve because you was convinced on the last one. You was convinced on the last one that man was. I feel player. like I feel like no, I feel like when you when you present yourself a little bit better, yeah. But like uh, his earlier stuff, yeah. But I feel like he wrote that verse. So there were a lot of moments on this album where I was listening to it and I was like, "Is that is that Baby Kane rapping?" And then I was like, right. "No, that's Kendrick." And I started to connect the dots. That I mean, obviously. Kendrick and Baby Keem are cousins. Oh, these are the facts. They're cousins. They're both part of PG Lang, whatever that is. Whatever Kendrick's new label or whatever, I don't know, creative outlet is. Um, Kendrick obviously writes a lot for Baby Keem. Is that yeah. conf- that's confirmed, right? Yes, we know that. We know that. The right. leak showed that. So, I mean, I guess what you could call them creative partners would be like the the um the gracious way of stating it. I'm Yeah. When I was so N95 is one of the tracks I really don't like and it's probably the most popular mm. track. But when I was listening to it, Kendrick's verse, I was like this is this is Baby Keem's flow. And so I don't know if like Kendrick writes a lot of Baby Keem stuff, and therefore, 
this was maybe like now, a, maybe this was like a reference that Baby Keem was going to use, and Kendrick ended up using it himself. Uh, okay, I don't know. Let me say this now: yeah. Baby Keem produced this song. He he has production credits on this song. He on produced N95? this song. Okay. Yes. So he could have already had something written on it. Okay. Well. Okay. Okay. This is interesting. So if you listen to, did you listen to Melodic Blue, right? Baby Keem's album. Yes. Yes. Remember the song Vent? Um, have you maybe. ever been you punched like... in your motherfucking face? Oh, oh that, no, whatever okay, that one no, is. Yeah, the more, yeah, yeah, yeah. So if you listen, so a, a version of that song got leaked that was, it included Baby Keem and Kendrick. And it included the bridge of N95 in the leaked version of Vent. Which makes sense because if you listen to N95, there's a whole part where he's like, uh, Vincent in the safe house or something like that. Yeah. yeah and then yeah. he starts his verse. <laughs> yeah. And like the first, I think like the first eight or 16 of Kendrick's second verse in N95 is the same verse from the OG version of Vent. So there's just like, there's like some cross pollination across Baby Keem and Kendrick, obviously. That like goes beyond them just being related or even working on each other's projects. I don't know. I don't even know how I feel about it really because I, I like Baby Kane. Yeah, I mean, I like Baby Kane. I think it's on purpose though. Like honestly, I, I think it's I think it's on purpose, bro. Because when you hear somebody like you know like they're they're cousins, so they they have some similarities or whatever. But like that flow, like you said, it's it, it's so similar that at times when you're listening to it, you can't tell who's who. And yeah. I, I think he, like, I think they both do a great job. One, I mean, just flowing because, I mean, you know, we we from the A and we love Outkast. Like, you know, Big Boy and Andre sound completely different. You know, yeah, they, they always hit on the same track. You know what I'm saying? But their sound are not going to converge like Baby Keem and Kendrick. So that's something that's different. That's something that's new for the sound. That had to take work for them to do. You know what I'm saying? So like, I think that that was on purpose. That's a, a display of their artistry is where I'm going on with that. And then again, there's this parallel, like, and I'm, I'm gonna wait till we get toward, I guess like wrapping up, cause Mirrors and um, the Hearts 5 at the end, like you were talking about the track sequence, Dave, like, there's they definitely put those back to back for a reason and i'll go into that a little bit later but like just talking about that that part of it though the baby king kendrick connection they're definitely trying to do something that isn't going to be able to be emulated which is something that i love because it differentiates them from the rest of the mainstream uh factory made artists that are out there claiming to be top five Top five, yeah. top five. I guess, <laughs> no drink. I guess I, <laughs> I'm going to ignore that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, we, we talked, even on this pod, we've talked about authenticity, right? Authenticity. Uh-huh. And I think that's something right. that we all value. Um, and so yeah. in some ways it makes me think about how authentic is baby keem if a lot of his verses are straight from kendrick's pen 
Uh, their voices are a little different, but they they still kind of both have that kind of. I mean, Kendrick kind of goes in and out of it, but that you know I don't know if it's like a a baby voice, but that you, you know what I'm talking about. They have kind of like that. Uh, I know, I, I know a yeah. similar type of sound. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but even what you're saying, though, I mean, you're talking about authenticity, and then like you know the actual rapper or singer's words coming from a songwriter you're pointing at something that's you know that's much larger than just kendrick and baby king there's so many artists out there that don't write and their words are somebody else's words that's a fact Mm -hmm. so when we talk about authenticity what are they we are really looking are, at? No, they are doing something authentic because if they're just coming from themselves, if it's just them two, I would look at that as authentic. And so I would say that they're, like you said, giving us something that nobody else is going to be able to emulate. So is the authentic that, part. That is something that's yeah. true to them and true to their expression. You see exactly. what I'm saying? That's not, you know, that's not me just putting pen to paper and then saying, oh, because uh, David has a great voice, you go sing this because I can't sing. You know what I'm saying? Like, neither one of them are going to be, like, you know, award winners for their voice. But at the same time, we know we finna be listening to this joint, regardless. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I think that's what shines through. And I think that's a lot of what gets missed because, you know, the casual listener doesn't realize what happens behind the curtain. Yeah. You know, yeah, I just I feel conflicted because in the past, historically, like I have disliked artists that are clearly industry plants. Like uh, I'm trying to think of examples. Do you guys remember Rory? Rory, not Vory. Rory, R-A-U-R-Y. No, he played guitar. He was kind of like a singer rapper. Or oh, here's a better example: black, spelled with a six. You think? Oh hold no! On, hold on, you would say black <laughs> is black is an industry plan, yeah. Wow. Okay, we gotta. Maybe maybe we need okay. to unpack this. We gotta another come day. back. Maybe we need to we unpack come this back. another we day. We gotta come back to this. We'll unpack we that another day. But historically, real, I haven't liked these artists for that reason, which I don't even okay. know if that's fair, but. I really like Baby Kim's music, so I feel very conflicted. But I feel like we like it because it's Kendrick too. Like you know what I'm saying? Like, and that's and that's another thing too. Kendrick has been, if this is true, Kendrick has been giving us stuff this whole time, and we haven't we haven't known it's him, but we've been enjoying it. So like he's been slick testing a new style on us through Baby Kim, which I think is dope. Like. And then he was like, okay, I'm gonna do my new style on this new album. Mastery, bro. Like that's what we're looking at. So we're, we're saying that we're saying that Kendrick won a, won a Grammy without <laughs> Kendrick won yeah. a Grammy without yeah. releasing any music. <laughs> yeah. I, I I would and that's why I would say, man, he's one of the best. You think like, ba- you think Baby Kim shipped him that Grammy? No. I think Baby Kim kept that. He kept that Grammy? Okay. For sure, but I mean, I mean, but but I mean, I mean they're, fa- they're family, right? They're family. 
Exactly. Come on. <laughs> what? What? Can one, one, one of us where we all we all win, my boy. We everybody <laughs> eats. <laughs> everybody eats beef. Yes, yeah, sir. Yeah. You feel me? You feel me? That's another. That's a whole another thing. That's about the community, bro. Like all the extra fighting, and I mean, that's one thing I will bring up. You know what I'm saying? R.I.P. School. You know, we see it, seeing people get killed. You seeing people like turn on one another and all this other type of stuff, bro. Man. And it's just like. Like, you know, I know, like, again, I know that's a complete side note, a complete offshoot, complete tangent. But, like, we can't get on here and not talk about that because that is an Atlanta artist, 34 years young, you feel me? And, like, on some just wild shit, bro. We don't exactly know everything that happened. I mean, at this point, we heard kind of what I had, but he unturned himself and whatnot, you know, and was jealous over a chick. You feel me? And it's like, it's, it's tough. I get it's it. Crazy, but at the same man. That's time, some crazy, crazy stuff. You know, can't say what anybody would do. You can't put anything past anybody. But at the end of the day, back in the day, community came first and we take care of one another. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That is what it is. So when we talk about Kendrick winning or Baby King winning and they family, like that is community. That is what community is. So let's not get that twisted. You feel what I'm saying? But at the same time, we also want the art to be true to itself and it isn't an, it's an expression of your self-experience mm. you know what i'm saying and that's why i be getting on these other rappers y'all already know y'all know exactly what i'm talking about like if it ain't your experience bro if you just coming over here emulating something and you putting toxicity into the water my nigga i'm gonna look at you crazy bro because you could just talk about your experience like matter of fact i was listening to j cole off season other uh like yesterday or yesterday morning or something like that and he's like I'd rather, if you're going to be real, I'd rather hear you talk about being a broke rapper. You exactly. know what I'm saying? I, I would respect you more, bro. I, I respect, respect you. <laughs> exactly, bro. Like, that's just what yeah, it is. I you ain't the first that. and you ain't the last. Right? Yeah, because yeah. that is your experience. That is your self-experience, bro. You don't have to have nobody else write that. But I don't want to read. I don't want to keep hearing, you know, the hustlers talk about what, like, like their stories being regurgitated. We all know the rags to riches story. This is America. That is what this is built on. This foundation yeah. is on. You feel me? We all heard it, bro. Like there are other levels to this experience, especially this black experience, this black and brown experience in America. Mm. Give me some creativity. You feel me? What did you, what did you think about mm -hmm. um, on the heart part five? It's part five, right? Yeah. 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 It's part um, five, huh? What did you think about the ending of that track where he's rapping in Nipsey's like voice? I I it thought that, that was like yeah was and I thought it was amazing like cuz think about it like if if he wrote that after like Nipsey died like and like just did that that's amazing. That just shows his his skill as a writer. You know what I'm saying, and and yeah. how he wanted to give back and respect to his life, like like Matt said, as a tribute. I just but thought like, that was just amazing. You, I mean, I'm assuming that he got Lauren or like the family's blessing to release that. Oh, for I would sure. hope so. And I, for in sure. my heart, I believe I believe it had to be that way, bro. He had she to, had to sign off on that. She yeah. had to, bro. Okay. Cause that was that was the single like that came out before the album but like they probably knew that was coming out they probably let her hear that yeah. show i guess right. it was, it's just right. kind of it, yeah i guess uh, that kendrick is a uh, respectable enough person that he would do he would take those steps 
Wow. And that's a whole nother thing I didn't even think about. Yeah. I remember, I remember the one time I thought about Kodak crazy as fuck, bro, was right after Nip passed. And he put out that tweet talking about he wanted to shoot a shot at Lauren, bro. I was upset, my nigga. Like, bro, what are you, what are you Wait, doing? What are you dog? talking about? Like, Where chill, you? bro. But that is, so him having him on this and then it ends that way. And again, like, I, I'm like, bro, like, it was masterful planning by the team or by Kendrick or whatever you want to call it. Because again, the track before the heart part five was mirror, bro. And he talks about like just that parallel and looking into the mirror and what it's feeling. And it's almost as if he was putting up a mirror to the culture. You know what I'm saying? And then you go into part five right after that. And you think about the video and the imagery that had people shook, bro. Like that, like shook folks up on the internet. Like, yo, look at this visualization that we're looking at right here and the people that we have lost and he's rapping as if he's them bro yeah. so we're talking we started yeah. off talking about the versatility and we talked about gory and sounding like other people kids are doing that shit and people are like posthumous or human whatever the word is bro like yo yeah. like you talk about like like this this guy this this guy is is top top notch bro like who else? Yeah. Again, y'all already said it. Who fucking with him, bro? Who fucking with King Kendrick? Nobody, bro? man. Yeah. I guess that's like, rapper lie, bro. I just, I don't. God forbid. If, this I, if I passed away, I don't know if I would want someone else to like forgive my killer on the track. You know mm. what I mean? I mean, but that's almost like Kendrick. That's like Kendrick talking about his maturity level early in the uh, album when he was like, "Bro, I thought I was more mature, but then I see Kanye and Drake get together. I guess I'm not there yet." Yeah, this is a it's a it's a walk. It's about evolving. So maybe you're not there Man. right now. You know what I'm saying? And that's again Kendrick's mastery inter in, in, inter interjecting into our pod right now no no, no no it's not it's, it's not even Man, about would, it's bro, not even about i bro, wouldn't want to forgive my killer but i don't know if do i would think, want someone else to speak for me mm, not knowing if that's what i, I would want i mean i get that but I if he got the blessing would. then it's cool right i don't know bam yeah. bam there you go so you answered right. your own question yeah. You answered your own question. But I think I think okay, I think this is interesting. So and I this is I wanted to get into like some of the themes on the album. Um so the heart is interesting because he talks a lot about the culture and how it's like the same culture that built up um a Nipsey or like also tore him down, right? There's a lot of storytelling in the heart. Okay. Um, but in the album itself, Kendrick kind of, uh, I don't want to say he does away with that, but, uh, but the, the album is about himself, right? This is, yeah. this is Kendrick's most introspective album. Um, and I, to me, the, the message at the end of the day is that, look, five years pass, a bunch of shit has happened. And people have been asking, like, where where's Kendrick at? We need some, we need new Kendrick. We need Kendrick to speak on all the shit that's going on. Like he's on that pedestal. He's an arbiter of. We put him in that place of like he's gonna he's gonna really talk about the culture and how the culture should be, where the culture should should go. And I think the the message or like what Kendrick ends up saying, talking about Mirror at the end of the day, is that. 
like, look, I've been working on myself for these past five years and I'm sorry, but like, I don't, I can't save y'all right now. Like, I don't yeah, have, I, don't I, have I, chose, I chose me. I don't I have the answer. Yeah, he says, yeah, I chose, I chose me. me, right? And so yeah. it was an interesting juxtaposition with the heart because in the heart, I feel like he is talking a lot about the culture and is like talking about all these different, I mean, even the music video, it's like different figures <laughs> in the culture. But this is what I disagree. I yeah. disagree okay. with you because I think the yeah. storytelling, I think the storytelling stayed throughout the whole thing. I think that he was talking about the culture the, the whole way. But the whole thing about it is he's so great at doing it because he's in it while also talking about it. It's the duality of existing and being, but then also being able to perceive. That's what was going on. You know what I'm saying? So like that is the beautiful part about what he did. And that's what makes him different from other artists. I think other artists will try and many will fail to do what he's doing. And that's how we're going to know what the great, like the next great looks like is because they're going to be able to do something that is so difficult that it's almost tough to even put it into words. You know, what he really did in that moment. And it's actually funny because you talked about, we put him on, we, as a culture, we put him on the pedestal. But like, after, I feel like after, well, the Pimper Butterfly, and oh man, I'm going to string these three together so y'all follow me real quick. Mm-hmm. So Pimper Butterfly, right? He has, I'm pretty sure it's on the Pimper Butterfly where he's talking to Pac, right? He's doing yeah. an interview with Pop. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So like we talk about Fair him enough. and 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 dealing with his legends and the people that he loved and he idolized after they passed, right? Wow, that's interesting. We've never heard that. That is crazy, but you're giving us some perspective that we may not have ever even thought about years later. Okay, boom. He does that. Think about the Black Panther anthem and, and the Black Power. And as we hear, like you talked about getting hype just off the sounds. I hear that, I, I, I forget what the name of the track is, but it sounds like that uh, you hear the drums leading in. And then you hear like, it's almost like you're in the, the jungle and you can hear like the monkeys and, you know, and them like chirping and shit like that and howling. And that shit gets me hype. So you hear that part of it and it's like, wow, okay. He's really feeling like he's describing what it's like to be in the inner city to me hearing all these sounds around you and it's like bro what the fuck but you still have to be strong we go from there so he's described two things talking about legends that have passed talking about what it's like to be out within the culture and then we get to damn and i think about this track uh the track where he had he does the intro where there's the uh whatever news outlet it was uh kendrick is talking about this and this shooting has happened and Oh man, nobody that's wants one, to that's hear on, that. Uh, DNA. That's on DNA. Yeah, I got, I got, I got. Like that shit gets yeah. me hyped because you constantly hearing people trying to tell you how you should experience your experience, and it doesn't yeah, make sense. How your artist do that. supposed to make you feel it's like exactly, bro. And he's unapolog- like, unapologetically crazy. like, I'm. He's like unapologetically like, yo, I'm choosing me. This is what I got for y'all. And I honestly, I take it too, like, bro, I'm going through it. You might be going through it too, but keep stepping. You know what I'm saying? So, man, like, and oh, I, I just want to interject, man. I'm, I'm go, sorry. Go, 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 go. On, on go. your, on your, uh, on the, uh, on the pimp, uh, on to pimple butterfly. That one was like more like what you're saying, like where he was telling people, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going through it too, and I'm trying to figure it out because the whole album, like, it has songs like you. Um, mm-hmm. like not the uh, I love myself, but the you where he's talking about loving 
himself is complicated because of the things that he knows that he's been dealing with, how people feel about him. You know what I'm saying? How they might be close yeah. to him, but they have yeah. a tip and he's like trying to work it out. Or the song where he feels like, you know, the the like de- demons are all around him. Like, you know, he's talking about, you know, uh, uh, how demons Lucy, came Lucy and picked be, him up. Yeah, yeah, came that, up yeah, picked him up at the mall and stuff like that. Like he was talking about being played by these things. Like, and also talking about him loving himself in the midst of that, because I love myself is on that too. And he's trying to like pick people up, like pick your mindset up, like even through that. So like that just was a huge symbolism, like, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Like where he wanted to take it. But to me, like, Yam has those essence. But, but to me, both of those projects feel they feel like they're like speaking to the cult. They feel like they're speaking to the community. Whereas this project felt like it was speaking about himself. I feel I that. Did y'all not feel that way about it? I feel that. I felt. I'm. I, it's like it's like, it's what I just said though. Like he is I, the community. I mean, I think like, I think we are that, the community. Yeah, I'm That's talking about. And, and to pimple but to pimple butterfly talk, felt like it was talking about the black community. Damn. Yes. Damn addresses a lot of like personal. Like the social constructs and shit. Yeah, social constructs, but very much so in a like, um, in an abstract way almost. Whereas like this this album, he's talking about like experiences that oh, that he had, and that's not to say that they're not relatable, because I think a a, a common and unfortunate theme within the black community is that. A lot of black people have experienced like generational trauma, right? Yeah. And so like there's a reason why we can relate to a lot of the themes and things that he's talking about in this project. And why I think I feel like this project especially talks to like black people as opposed to just like any any anybody listening to into the album. But even within that, I feel like he's he's very much and even explicitly talking about himself and his his own struggles right like when he's talking yeah. about the first time i fucked a white bitch was in copenhagen or whatever it's like that's pretty explicit that's not like some sort of metaphor yeah. you know what i mean no that's his memory um, <laughs> i mean hey dog <laughs> go on never mind <laughs> i mean i'm sure i'm sure there are a number of i'm sure there are a lot of a number of black men that have fucked white bitches in copenhagen but I, I'm not. I'm not. I right. You know, I never had that opportunity. For the record, I, for, <laughs> for the record, I've never been to Copenhagen. My passport still don't have no stamps on it. <laughs> but, but Kendrick, Kendrick does so well of being able to get close to a statement <laughs> or a theme or a point. <laughs> so, so there's that part of it. Um, you know, but that's, I think that's the, again, the beauty, the beauty of what he chose to do with it. So I agree. I, now that you clarified, I agree with you. The other albums, like To Pimple Butterfly, were targeted at the community, at the social constructs that influence us. But this one was yeah. literally like him living within those things and within the space that he's lived yeah. and talking about his interpretation of that moment. And I think where I'm coming from, where I know where I'm coming from is that that interpretation for me, like a strong 80% of it, I'm like, yup, that's exactly how I felt. Yup, damn, this is crazy. And I'm not even rich. 
Like, nigga, <laughs> like you had these same experiences. This is crazy. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, all right, let me let, let me let that roll. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was um, it was honestly like um, a really refreshing album to me. I yeah. guess like I haven't heard many rappers like just be this can at this level be true to hip-hop be this this can this this candid about just like what they're going through because a lot of i mean all right i don't i don't want to bring drake into this but a, a lot of times when you hear successful people like like they've run out of like they can't talk about the struggle anymore because clearly they like don't struggle anymore because they are the rich a lot of times they they resort to just talking about like the problems that come with money. You know what I mean? Like that's that's kind yeah. of a common trope yeah, that you hear yeah. in, in, if a rapper is trying to be sort of introspective. Um, yeah. And this was just like a whole new set of like very real issues that were very relatable too, right? Like it, you know yeah. the stuff that he's talking about. I mean, besides maybe the the pressures of like being put on a pedestal as some sort of moral authority. Like, I don't know if a lot of people can re necessarily relate to that, but the, the things that, you know, the whole album is kind of structured, like he's in therapy and he's going, he's, he's diving into all these different issues. Like that's something very real that a lot of black men, especially like don't address. Although these issues yeah. are like very real and, and very relatable. And so it was just really refreshing like, to I, hear. Uh, hear I, I love the fact, love the fact that you brought up the therapy piece and it being June and uh, what is it like Mental Health Month, Mental Health Awareness Month. Yeah, you know, like that's something that we all have to encourage between our brethren. You know what I'm saying? Is being able to do that. That was one of the first things that I did. I chose to do after my father passed away back in 19. Bro, was I? It was conscious upon me to go to therapy. I never thought I would, I mean, I never could have imagined what that would look like. And, you know, folks within my family probably looked at me as if, man, he's a strong headed, strong willed dude, you know, like, but for me, I had to accept the fact that this is something that I couldn't handle on my own. Mm -hmm. And I've told y'all, both of y'all, like I've leaned on y'all, like, bro, like I need y'all around me. I need real people around me. You know what I'm saying? That I can really just talk to like that. And we don't get that a lot. And that's why, I mean, again, we talk about community. That's why our, like, our community was special, bro. Because of that, we For had sure. people around For us, sure. that, you know, that we could go to and we could talk to. We could ask questions. We, you know what I'm saying? We could voice our opinion. We could just wow the fuck out if we wanted to. You know what I'm saying? Like, that was it. But, like, when you come to these major things, like these major life changes, you guys can attest to becoming fathers, being husbands. Me, I'm, like, say, dealing with the grief and, like, losing the love of my life being my father. You feel me? Like, yeah. You don't, there's no manual for dealing with that, bro. You have to deal with all of that in real time, you know? So oh, yeah. the, the, that Kendrick taking it upon himself to illustrate his journey through these, you know, this maze was amazing. And like you said, like you guys have been saying, this expression was thirst quenching mm -hmm. to all of us because it, I, and again, I'm going to reiterate again, it was true to the nature, the true nature of hip hop. Like he could have dropped this in the fucking 80s, bro. You know what I'm yeah. saying? With Grandmaster no, yeah, Flash is, and all of them this niggas is back in the day. This you is know, timeless. with Slick Rick, bro. He could have did that joint back then and it still would have hit the same, if not harder, bro. 
You know, like this, this, that's this how tournament. I feel. That's how I feel about that, bro. Like, like, oh my gosh, he could have stood. He could stand in any time period, dog. Like, it's it's amazing. Yeah, yeah Kendrick, you gotta hear this, bro. Somebody pipe this up and, and get it to the homie, <laughs> bro. Like, you ain't even gotta. Get, get you ain't even gotta come say what's up. <laughs> All right, All right. You, you feel me, you feel me, you know what I'm saying? We just want to say what's up real quick. Like, we don't even want that. We're going to raise this up by ourselves organically, you feel me? Just don't but. listen to that baby came slander. Um, <laughs> how, do y'all, how do y'all think that this project will land in his discography? Ooh, oh, man. Uh, probably, probably number one, man. You in, think number one? Me, yeah, I mean, just the way that it's written. Okay, and I want to say this, too. The way somebody can open up like this on a track, right, to be so vulnerable, but also have the talent to make it sound great and Mm -hmm. all the beats make feel good. Like, all of this stuff was great music, but he was talking about his trauma. He was talking about all this crazy stuff on it. He even did the argument, you know what I'm saying, on Mm -hmm. a song. Like, nobody, nobody has done this like this, bro. So like I said, this is like his number one thing, bro. Like, and to make it sound good, to make it sound good, bro. Like, like how you, how you, how you make, how you make having your girl, how you make having your girl take, uh, show, show, showing your girl take low blows that you sound good. On an alchemist beat, on an alchemist beat of all things. She was clapping too. Bro, for real. I should have sucked crazy. a bigger dick. <laughs> oh, like, bro. yo. <laughs> yeah, I was like, damn. Like, my nigga, because of anybody. Oh, crazy. my, yo, girl. Yo, girl. Yeah. Oh, Lord. Man, that's what I'm saying, bro. Like, I, I've never heard anything like where it can be at that level in the production and the quality of everything was there. Like, it, it was it's, it's, it's his top thing, man. For me, at least, it's number one of all the things he's made, like, for real. Yeah. I think... It's most talking complete. about, like... Yeah, yeah. We're talking about complete. It's, 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 yeah, it's most complete, like, to date. And uh, I guess this is what we're going to do, because I know, like, I'm sorry, y'all, we coming up on time. And I know even, I'm looking at the fellas' faces. They got more. They got, they got more cooking up. But... We don't want to hold y'all, you know what I'm saying? And you got to come back to the next episode because there is going to be more. Um, we're gonna, I'm gonna end with this piece right here. Was it worth the five year wait? And for sure, do we think? And do we think that there's gonna be another one coming? Mm. Um, I think it was worth the five year wait because I think he addresses the wait. And I, and it's, I mean, if he's taking care of himself, I want Kendrick. I want the best for Kendrick, right? Yeah. So I think it's worth the wait. Um, I think there will be more from Kendrick. This was obviously the last album on TDE. I'm sure there'll be more on PG Lang. Maybe it'll just be more Baby Keem albums, but I think we'll. I don't think we've seen the last of him. Completely yeah, I was definitely I was definitely worth that. the wait. Definitely worth the wait. Want Kendrick to be able to, and not even just Kendrick, any artist that wants to be true to the art and the expression and the transparency that music heads love. And not even if you're not even a music head, if you're just somebody that's going through something, you know, you're looking for somebody to really like speak to you, whatever it takes, you know what I'm saying? Outside of destroying yourself, because we've seen a, a lot of that in the music industry where people don't know how to cope 
and they lean on certain things. And then next thing you know, we're, you're wearing RIP shirts. You know, we want you guys to take, like, to all artists that are about that life to take care of themselves and give us the best that they have mm. to the best of their ability because we need it. You know, the culture needs it. The community needs it. Uh, we always have, and I think we always will. So definitely worth it. And Kendrick ain't going nowhere, bro. Like, he might flirt and tell tell folks, you know, but that man, he's also wealthy, bro. Like, my, my nigga's, like, enjoying life. So have that have have that fun, bro. Enjoy that stuff. And I want to hear what it's like to to be in the sunshine, you know, when you when you get there, after you get done with all these fights, bro. If you're ever done. Man. Yeah, those Eckhart, I wanna, uh, those Eckhart Tooley uh, appointments aren't cheap either. <laughs> but that is behind bars, folks. Appreciate y'all popping up and listening to us. Definitely uh, uh, pop up in the comments, man. Like, we need more of that from y'all. We need to hear y'all talk that stuff. We don't care if y'all chopping up and going at whatever we talking about, bro, because it's all out of out of love. And that and you know that that's what we're here for. So pipe up in them comments, share that joint, repost it when you see it on the IG, when you see it on the different platforms. Tell your mama, tell your sister, tell your friends that behind bars, we here and we ain't going nowhere. Just like King Kendrick. We out.